was a quick one on my part. Shed some light, episode 242, coming to you on a Thursday. Michael and Jack are back. Notre Dame wins another football game, 5-1, and one, sitting at number 10 in the AP poll this week. Matchup against an undefeated 25th-ranked Louisville squad that, I'll be honest, I don't know a whole bunch about. Yeah, neither do I. I looked up their previous scores versus people, and they do not intimidate me. No? They they smoked Boston College. Nice. And that's basically it. They beat NC State in a barn burner last weekend, 13-10. to Mmm. Barn burner. Uh... They beat IU by, I think, like, either three or, or a touchdown or something like that. Okay. And as much as I love IU, they're god-awful this year at football. So, like, really haven't beaten anybody that is like, wow, look at that, great win. Yeah. Like, NC State, maybe. But, like, again, NC not- State gave Notre Dame a little bit of a run for, like, a quarter and a half. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll go with In that. In delay? We'll go with that. So... I don't know. Like I said, I'm not like, I'm not very, I'm not as concerned with them as I was with Duke. That's fair. Not even close. Uh, again, it'll be the third of four night games that Notre Dame is currently going through, so I expect the crowd to be pretty decent. However, I'm, I also heard it's supposed to be like 40% Notre Dame fans. I, I heard that there is a large contingent of Notre Dame fans making the trip for this game, which I love to see. Apparently they traveled well to Duke too. Good, but I also I also heard that every team travels well to Duke. Like Duke is like worse, like way worse with selling their tickets in Notre Dame. Like I saw a video from the like I, I'm pretty sure the way that Duke Stadium is set up, I want to say three sides have bleachers, and then one is kind of just like the end zone, and then the video board. Mm-hmm. I believe from the Clemson game, I saw a uh, a TikTok from it that one of the le- sides that was the length of the field was all Clemson fans. So, it, like, I guess everybody travels well against Duke. Sure, but yeah, I'm not I'm not super concerned with Louisville. I think I I will start to get concerned if they play them the same way they played Duke and they just let them hang around all game. Yeah, I saw Notre Dame's currently sitting at six and a half point favorites. So nine and a half neutral field. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's another one of those games where, like, I thought that the Duke game should have played out very similar to NC State. Yes. Duke is a very good football team. Notre Dame is clearly a better football team. They let Duke hang around way too long into that game and basically just kind of flipped the script from the previous week against Ohio State. Notre Dame was yeah. able to put together that game-winning drive at the end, convert just a absurd fourth and sixteen that they. Hit. Sammy Heisman. I mean, I mean, did they really have any business converting that? No. Hell no. Same thing as Ohio State's third and nineteen that they converted. Like neither of those things should have happened, but they did. Yeah. I mean, again, it's funny because I've I've kind of seen social media, Twitter in particular, Notre Dame fans split kind of fifty-fifty down the middle mm-hmm. on this Duke game. Half of the people are like like panic mode. Like they're they're smashing the panic button. Like we should have beat them by fifty. 
like fucking this stinks like that was a horrible win like we'll take it but it is what it is and then the other half of the people are like what just like a grinded out win like that's what winning football is that's my type of team blah 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 all this stuff and like i kind of think i'm in the middle i we're I like more towards the latter on that one um it was you're, you're coming off just an emotional roller coaster of a game against ohio state Duke is a very good football team. It was on the road. It was probably their biggest game in Duke football history. Yeah. It it almost feels like they kind of had the reverse of it, but it feels like how we're playing USC after Ohio State. Like, their biggest game was probably Clemson to start the season. Yeah. And then it was Notre Dame. Like, the, that game got bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if they lose to Clemson, I don't really think this game means a ton to them. Correct. Um. But like I like I said, like I'm kind of in the middle. Where like I agree partially, like with the like panic button. Not I, I agree with that crowd in the sense of I'm not hitting the panic button, but I agree that we should have won by like twenty at least. Oh yeah, for sure. But also But then I'm also going I'm also on the side of the, the that's a good grinded out win. Like I, I feel like people don't give Duke enough credit. Like, they, their defense was averaging eight and a half points a game. So, like, they that, do have a good defense. That'll probably be—we probably played the two best defenses that we'll face all season in Ohio State and Duke. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm in the middle. Like, I agree that we should have won by a lot more. I also agree that that is a great grinded-out winning-style type of football game. Keep it in perspective when you look at past— either national championship teams or teams that have obviously gone very far in playoffs, bowl games and stuff. There are those games throughout the season that they just have to battle through. Like it's not like when Ohio or Ohio state, when Alabama was on their massive run of like, or Georgia on a three peat, like they're not blowing teams out by 60 points every week. Yeah. There are those weeks in those games that they do have to grind out those ugly wins against pretty good competition. And that's what the Duke game was. Yeah, it was, like I said, should have won by a lot more. Yeah. Um, I don't think we did this versus Ohio State. Do you want to go around and give grades? We didn't do it for... Uh, I think we did it all the way up until Ohio State. There was, well, Central Michigan, I didn't watch the game, so I, oh. I know we didn't do grades yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah, we can do some grades here. Okay, you want to start offense or defense? Offense. Um. Okay, quarterback. Um, a B plus that I, skews upward due to converting a fourth down. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say B, but a lot of the times, like some of the knocks I have on him weren't his fault. Yeah, he didn't really seem to have a lot of time to get through progressions. Not only that, but then like when he would make a read, we we had a lot of drop balls that should have been caught. Agreed. So, um. Like, I, I can't really grade him in that sense. And then, like you said, like, that, that fourth and 16, like, my butt cheeks were clenched when he started running that ball. I, I mean, was like, holy shit. That's that's a season-changing yeah, play right there. literally. Because if Notre Dame is 4-2 and two right now, their playoff hopes are completely gone. I would love to see also the, like, the all-22 field angle. Like, where the fuck were all of our wide receivers that all of our defensive backs— all of their defensive backs were so far away from the first down line that Sam Hartman had enough time to run for 17 yards. I think 
Like, how far downfield were they? Were they in the end zone? he stayed on Rico like a split second longer, he could have had him on that. But at that point, just taking it. Well, you can kind of see it, too. He does, like, a stutter step right before he runs. Like, he looks back, and he's like, ah, fuck, I'm going to just go for it. Yeah. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Like, Sam Hartman is a, you know, great athlete. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I mean, it took him, what, three seconds? two seconds to get there like how far back were their dbs you know yeah like they might they were they were doing the same thing we did against ohio state they were playing no touchdowns on Mm -hmm. fourth and 16 Mm -hmm. it's like you don't need to play no touchdowns you need to play no first downs right um but yeah so skews up i give him a b a lot of it wasn't i don't think his fault per se um running backs C plus uh, for the touchdown. I was Other than that, really didn't do much. Yeah, not super effective. Again, I don't know where the play action is. Uh, maybe get some RPOs mixed in there. See, I don't need an RPO with Sam. I'm fine with play action. Like, I'm fine with, like, under center, you roll him back. Yeah. You know, fake handoff left, roll right. I'm fine with that. I don't need an RPO. He, I think I, you, just you can a little bit more movement in the pocket. Yeah, I, I guess I'm fine with an RPO that, like, I don't skews need it in the— run. Yeah, skews run or, like, Sam's still going to throw the ball. Like, give yeah. me a quick slant across the middle. Like, I don't want—if you're running an RPO, my, my, like, last option is Sam Hartman running the ball. Oh, yeah. Like, by a mile. When I say skews run, I mean hand the ball off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, C plus, B minus. O-line? Uh, C, minus, like just I, they were kind of fucking there. Uh, they maybe, had a maybe bunch D of plus with Zeke Corral's f- ju- continuous false start flinches. Although I we heard, can get, we can get into this. I heard not necessarily getting into the ref discussion, but supposedly Duke pl- Notre Dame was using the clap count. You know, Sam Hartman would clap. To oh, so s- someone on their team in, would clap. In, in Duke's defense, they had a player that was clapping, which is not allowed. I didn't know that wasn't allowed. Yeah. If you're on the field, you can't do that to purposely try and get the offense to jump. Hmm. You can, like, you can do, like, a clap, like, yeah, let's go, but you can't just do, like, a single clap before the ball snaps like that. Hmm. I'll have to go back and look at that and see. I, I didn't pick up on it. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't hear the game very well, so, like, yeah, yeah but uh, we'll... we'll get into the refs in, in a little bit here uh wide receivers if we bunch the F? tight ends into no we're not the because court. because the, the tight ends is an a plus i'm sorry they just are i i fucking hated mitchell evans at the beginning of the year i fucking love mitchell evans now yeah dude i mean he had a game that was a michael mayer game yeah where it, it, it was legitimately fucking take me back here, give me Drew Pine and Michael Mayer. At, at, at points, Sam Hartman, and rightfully fucking so, was sitting there being like, where is Mitchell Evans? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw it to him. I mean, the catch where he tipped it to himself, come on, man. That I Fucking Mitchell Evans has, did, did a complete 180 in my eyes. Did you know in the post-game press conference he talked about that? that he, he thought he didn't tip it. Yeah, he yeah. thought someone else tipped it. Yeah. Which like, is oh. also wild because, like, it just clearly <laughs> hit your hand. Like, you put your hand up there and it, it hit it. A, so, A-plus for tight ends and a D-minus to a failing grade for wide receivers. Yeah. Especially wide receivers on punt. 
Yeah. I have no fucking clue what Chris Tyree was doing. I he he made up for it pretty much immediately because he had like a twenty five yard catch like right afterwards. Yeah. But I mean, I text you. I was like, I'd bench him for the rest of the game. If they didn't have fucking three people injured and only four scholarships, mm-hmm. I would have benched him for the rest of the game because that was a ludicrous move to dive for that ball. Right. There's like just you, no reason. You understand that the, the like the best case scenario is that you're down immediately. Yeah. That's the best case that can happen. Why? Why die for it? Yeah. Um, okay, defense, D-line. Um, I'll give like an A-minus. I was going to say A-minus range, yeah. Oh, they finally, uh, Al Golden seemed to kind of turn them loose a little bit. I, I, I'm going to go through like, we, we can run through just the grades real quick and then talk about the defense as a whole because for the most part, it's A-minus, B-plus, or A for the defense. I w- yeah, I wouldn't grade any any position group on the defense lower than a B-plus. Yeah. The the only thing that I will say, and, and they pointed it out in the broadcast, is that they're, when when a team sends a lot of people in motion, there seems to be a lot of miscommunication on the defense. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where we fuck up a lot is if they start putting people in motion is what Ohio State did. It's what Duke did for their second touchdown. Mm-hmm. It seems like they don't know how to communicate through that depending on the scheme that they're running. So, like, that's a little bit of a concern. Um, but for the most part, like I said, I'm giving A minus, A, B plus to basically everybody on the defense. On I'll the, give an A plus to Howard Cross in particular. On the defensive side of the ball, and I think this transitions well into our refereeing talk, the targeting call on Jordan Patello? I'm not kidding you. That might be one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my entire life. He, he I hits don't him in the hip. I okay, so like, I don't really understand it because I get it that you're you, you, they are going with the fact of leading with the crown of the helmet. Mm-hmm. However, I've said this the entire time since it happened. You are now leading down a slippery slope. Where if that is the case, where the only thing that indicates targeting is leading with the crown of the helmet, you now have to review every single tackle. Yeah, I don't understand the targeting rule anymore. Yeah. Because targeting should be like, you are trying to hit a specific spot. You are targeting a specific spot. I thought targeting was leading with the crown of your helmet hitting above the shoulders. I thought so too. But this was leading with the crown of your helmet and hitting the guy in the hip? And now he has to sit out the first half against Louisville. That also had, did Freeman appeal this? I I don't know. I because I would have because even even uh, whoever was on the broadcast, I don't know if it was um, Kirk or Reese Davis. Someone said it that they were like, "Oh, it's it's leading with the crown of your helmet, hitting from your head to your toes." No, it's it's just not. Okay, so according to this, the NCAA targeting rule prohibits players from initiating forcible contact against an opponent that, quote, goes beyond making a legal tackle or a legal block or playing the ball. So that just wasn't targeting whatsoever. No. It says that this could mean leading with the crown of the helmet, making forcible contact, but it doesn't say more precisely on the top of the helmet, top of the segment. Six inch apex. A player leads with the comment is targeting. Like that was that was almost a textbook tackle because you're, you you they've eliminated. You have to tackle now between from the knees up to the shoulders. That's basically the box that you can hit, and he hit almost smack dab in the center of that. The guy's hip. How that's forcible, like unnecessarily 
forcible contact or whatever that specific language was baffles me. So I get it in the sense of like the leading with the crown of the helmet thing. But then again, I'm going back to the same point. I mean, you have to review every play now. Yeah. Because if that's darkening, then so is like night. Like somebody took a, a screenshot of Jeremiah Love getting tackled by two Duke players who were both torpedoing crown first into him. It was like, are both of these dudes going to get ejected now? Right, right. Like, if I'm Freeman, no joke. At some point, I got to get petty, right? Because clearly whatever he's doing with ACC refs is not working. So, like, eventually I'm going to sit there and then, like, like the rest of the Duke game, I would have been like, every time a Notre Dame player got tackled, I'd be like, just under my breath, loud enough so that the ref in front of me, the, like, mm-hmm. the line judge could hear, but be like, targeting. Review it. Targeting. Well, then, then the fact like, that the it's refs, fucking insane. The refs blatantly reviewed a non-reviewable call. On that was kickoff on the kick. Insane. The the ball was ruled out at the one, and then all of a sudden you come back from commercial and it's a touchback, and that's just not a reviewable play. And then like um, I, like do you know you understand how bad it has to be for Kirk Herbstreit and Reese Davis, who both don't like Notre Dame, to like agree that reviewing that was bullshit like they were both just like yeah that's not reviewable like uh, what what do you mean it's not reviewable and you know what just like pre-boils my blood with all of this is i can't even imagine what's going to happen during the clemson game i'm calling it right now october 4th we're still a month away from this game and i can tell you point blank the acc refs are going to do everything in their power to make clemson win that game yeah. Um, what, what? Let me pull, let me pull up the stats real quick. Um, when Notre Dame has non-ACC refs, they are averaging four, a, a little bit over four penalties a game. When they have ACC refs, they are averaging eleven penalties a game. A, at some point, Notre Dame has to bring this up to the ACC. I'm not like you. You. It's just blatantly, like. Going, they're they're blatantly throwing flags on Notre Dame. So you know how Notre Dame hired that like expert to help with the Ohio State ticket situation. Mm-hmm. Um, can we? I don't know if you can make like a mid-season hire, but can we just add like a rules expert to the staff? Yeah, so that he can be in Freeman's ear, being like, "Hey, tell him this," or "Hey, they're not allowed to do that." Like. That that seems to be like a very valuable position for Notre Dame, especially this year with how bad the ACC refs are trying to screw them. Yeah, it's just like and and I hate being the guy that's like the fucking refs because it makes you sound like a psychopath. Like it makes it sound like you're like deflecting the right, blame right, right. from but like when your there's team. Statistical proof yeah. to back it up. Because like I, I I started to say it at the Ohio State game where it was like I I was really like nailing it home there. I was like. Listen, I get it that Ohio State won that game. I'm all for it. You know, give them their props, blah, 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 even though Notre Dame lost it. But I was like, the refs fucking screwed us that game. And then I was like, I don't want to be that guy. I'm going to, like, tone it back a little bit. And then I watched the Duke game, and I was like, holy fuck, this is just blatant. Like, like pick, like pick the Rico Flores, like, oh, it, it, was, it was uncatchable. It was uncatchable because the dude hit him. Right. That's why it was uncatchable. Like, that, what that, are we talking about? If that ball was uncatchable, uh, anything that, like, if you have to reach your arms out, yeah, anything outside of an arm's reach would be uncatchable. uncatchable. It's like, it's like, what are we doing? All Rico had to do was turn around a little bit, come, like, I don't know, three yards back. 
Speaking yeah. of freaking Rico Flores. Okay. The best part <laughs> about the Duke game is the video that Notre Dame released. Notre Dame Digital Media or whatever their t- official title is now. I I just got goosebumps thinking about that video. Tip, tip my cap to you guys. That was fantastic. That was fucking awesome. And it goes so much more than just like the video was cool. Like that helps with recruiting. That helps with like boosters. That helps with people liking your team. Like that was so fucking cool. Having the the headset call overlay was sick. Yeah. The funniest part is how many of these videos do you think we're going to see the rest of the season from from random schools? Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like like everybody is going to start doing this. And Notre Dame can be like, hey, we started it. Yeah. That was yeah. just so well done. Yeah. I also do wonder, it wasn't a lot with the defense, but I like I, I wonder why we didn't hear any of Al Golden. Like, even on the fumble. Like, the fumble was just straight up. It was just the offensive side. Yeah. It was just cool. I also like how, and, and again, they can do a little video magic, a little editing, a little splicing together, so I don't know when... They actually said this, but being like at the start of the drive, being like, okay, if we score, what's our best two-point play? Oh, that was when we were at midfield. Yeah, and they're like, what's our best two-point play? And they're like, it's Rico, right? Yeah, and they're like, Rico, like stick and go. Like that play too, the play design's sick. Get it and go, Rico. Like hit him, look like you're blocking for like a, a, a play-action pass, throw the dude to the side, and then just be there. It's so good. And Rico, Rico, Rico nailed it. He had a big catch, too, in that drive as well. Fucking Lil' Reek, baby. Love we love Lil' Reek. It's also good to see, kind of moving forward, it's good to see, from what I've heard, Great House and Thomas are supposed to be back. Correct. Um, for Louisville, which will help. Um, I expect a bigger uh, offensive output yeah. this weekend. Which, too, to that extent, you, you just, Tobias needs to be better. I'm with the really, wide receivers. I'm really nervous about him. Uh, more so due to PTSD. Uh, like, he's so talented, and we've seen this play out before with Lorenzo Styles. He's so talented. He, Lorenzo was so talented, and then he just got in his own head, and then he just spiraled out of control to the point of not playing mm-hmm. and transferring. I don't want that to happen to Tobias. Yeah. He has way too much talent. He needs to get out of his own head and get back to just doing what he does best and mm-hmm. that's being an absolute freak of an athlete yeah well i don't know if don merriweather is gonna let him you know i don't know if you follow him <laughs> on twitter but he fucking lets him fly on twitter baby he, he loves notre dame speaking of twitter uh louisville barstool has just been posting clips and clips and clips of wake forest sam hartman choking against louisville which past. is which is hilarious because like like Wake Forest, they're like, yeah, dude, Wake Forest, Sam Hartman, we beat him. It's like, all right, dude, we beat you guys all the time. Is so it, like, I think is Lance Taylor on the Louisville staff still? I don't know. Or is he a a directional Michigan school? I thought he took the head coaching of like Western Michigan or some oh. shit like that. I'm almost positive. We'll do a quick fact check on yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, head football coach at Western Michigan. There we yeah. go. Okay. He was on the, he was on Louisville staff for a minute there. I wanted to give a, did he do that after? No, I, I think that, I think he went from Notre Dame to Louisville to really, 
Yeah. Why would he go to Louisville? Because he was, I, I want to say he was their offensive Oh, player. yeah. Louisville OC 2022. Yeah. Uh, DJ Brown had really good uh, quotes, I guess, or a s- speech to the media following the Ohio State game. So uh, I know that he was really struggling and beating himself up with not making that interception at the end, but I give him a lot of props for what he said. Yeah. That's all Should've that I have that uh, Sorry. Notre Dame-wise. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk the rest of the college football world? Sure. Um, we'll talk a little SEC. First of all, I don't think Georgia's that good. This year, I'm, I'm really excited for the playoffs in the postseason because there's just not a dominant team, it feels like. I would be—I am as well. I would be way more excited if this year was the first year that there was a 12-team playoff. Yeah. Because, like—and I know that I've been quoted saying that, like, I don't think a 12-seed could win, and I still kind of really don't. But, like, the top 10 this year, fucking anybody could beat anybody. I, I, I honestly think that the top 10, maybe top 7 teams all like have a legitimate shot at winning the national championship. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Georgia, I mean, it's the second week in a row they've won by a touchdown against a far superior opponent. Mm-hmm. And literally it was just so Brock Bowers. Inferior. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it was just Brock Bowers bailing them out. Like, they they do not scare me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe the most fun game of the weekend. LSU. Fucking. Just. just no defense. The fuck NBA it. All-Star game of yeah, college dude. football. It was, it was who's going to fucking score last, everybody. <laughs> 55 to 49 or something like that was the final. Breaking 100 points. Love is, it. Uh, Love it, dude. Something. Yeah, smash the over. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go most fun game of the weekend being uh, USC Colorado. No, that one was fun, but that wasn't LSU Ole Miss fun. Yeah, yeah. Also, the the hit that that uh, Ole Miss dude had on Jaden Daniels, did you see that? Uh, no, dude. This was this looked like targeting. No, it, first of all, it was like the most perfectly legal hit. It looked like when you have like a Madden create a player mm-hmm. and you like you know hit the right thumbstick up and you truck stick someone. Like this dude hit him, both of them standing up. He like legitimately might have picked Jane Daniels up and threw him back five yards. Nice. It was dude, he fumbled, fucking Ole Miss got it. It was so goddamn funny. I'll show you the clip after this. He like I'm not kidding, he threw Jaden Daniels. I was like, holy shit, dude. It was I that game was sick. I was talking about this earlier today too, where like I love when my team is good at defense. I hate it when a game I'm watching a random game that I'm watching, their team is good at defense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was an Ole Miss or LSU fan, I'd be, like, ripping my hair out. I'd be like, fucking, how are they keep scoring? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, like, when I'm sitting from the sideline, I'm like, fucking, who's scoring next, baby? Give me more points. Right. But then, like, my team, I'm like, fucking, get a stop. How do we not stop them? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, watching that game was fucking awesome. Shout out to LSU and Ole Miss. But also... Tough for Brian Kelly. Anything else college football wise? I don't think anything else really was like shocking this weekend. Um, moving on to the NFL, the Bears play tonight against the Commanders, 
And if I'm hoping that we lose. Supposedly, the rumors are that if the Bears lose, Matt Eberflus is fired. Let's go. So, go commies. Go. Well, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll salute the commanders. I'm, I'm flying the, the correct W tomorrow. And that's, or tonight, and that's the Washington Commanders W, baby. The the Bears have now lost a franchise record 14 straight games dating back to October of last year. Yeah, that's insane. That we've, we've almost gone a full year without winning a football game. I even won a fantasy game before that. Attaboy, Michael. Um, so are the Bears going to have the top two draft picks next year? I'll fucking take it, dude. <laughs> but I, I am still on the point of I wouldn't take Caleb Williams. Well, there's also a chance that just Caleb Williams doesn't want to play for the Bears. Oh, he doesn't. He put out a list of five teams, and the Bears were not on there. Rightfully so. Who's who's on the list? It was like 49ers, Cowboys, Raiders. Uh, I might be mistaken, but I think the Vikings were thrown in there. Well, how is he going to go to those teams? Well, he was just like, if if those like five teams aren't going to pick me, like I'll go. I'll just go back to school. Yeah, but are are any of those teams like on the verge of being bad enough to get that the number one pick, or is he saying uh, that they, those teams would then have to put together a trade package? Yeah, that's he's he's basically saying like I won't play for it. Like if he's, those he's such a diva. I yeah. hate that guy. Unless he wants to come to the Bears. No, I'm out on him now. I'm still actually I've been out on him, and now I'm out on him out for on a Bears. while. Yeah. Now I'm even more out on him. See, that's 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 my Bears loyalty coming to you. Shut up, dude. <laughs> I'll fucking kick you in the dick is what I'll do. Um, I forgot. I had one thing in my notes about college football. Rewind to the Duke game. Uh, Duke football on Twitter. I don't know if you saw this. Posted. It was like the, the viewership from the mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And then their caption was... Uh, all eyes on us with the purple devil emoji. <laughs> no, no, they were not. I'll be honest with you, not. They weren't on you guys. They do you think? Do you think? Yeah. That you played. I was about to say, do you, like, does Duke football sit there and be like, that was because of us this weekend? Hell that was yeah. the viewership. You know, it's like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not even close. Wasn't you guys? See you though. Have fun. <laughs> Dutton is just gnawing on my foot right now. He likes a good toe. What can he say? Um. So two other things that I have NFL-wise, well, one NFL specifically, I don't know how long it's going to go or if it's a full season thing now, but the NFL has been putting two games on Monday night. I don't like that. So I don't, I don't know the I think logistics. We, did we talk about this on here? No, I talked about it. Okay. Me. I don't know the logistics behind it, but there has to be a way to do it where you can move around schedules and throw in bye weeks and stuff like that. Let's get one of those Monday night games on a Tuesday, so that way we only have Wednesday without football, and Wednesday is about to be filled with action football come like mid-college football season. So then you would have games on every night of the week. Yep. I want to say, I think it's starting tomorrow, today, as everybody is listening to this, uh, 55 days straight, there will be a football game on TV. Ooh. That's what you like to see, dude. That's what I I'm bricked up just thinking about it. (laughs) And then uh, shout out to Lewis uh, mentioned this to me. The uh, USFL and the XFL merging. The Rock. The USFL XFL on SSL. What about the USXFL? The 
U-X-S-S-S-F-L. Is that actually what it's called? No. <laughs> uh, I was like, you pulled something up, and I was like, holy shit, is that actually the name of it? No, that was from Eric. Shout out, Eric. U-S-X-F-L. I think that kind of flows. U-S-X-F-L. U-S-X-F-L. You, sec- you like the sex? U-S-X-F-L? U-S-X-F-L? Eh? Eh? The U-S-S-X-X-F-L. Sure. We'll go with it. That's all I have football. Well, now also now that they're merged, should we repick teams? Ooh, uh, yeah, on a future episode. Okay, when we have less to talk about. Okay. And this time I'm going all in. It's like I'm buying a jersey, <laughs> straight up. It also like you know would be kind of sick. Okay, hear me out. Right, <laughs> I don't know the fin- the financials probably definitely wouldn't work for this. Right, you take the USFL and the XFL, mm-hmm. merge them, add a couple more teams, and then it's just the minor leagues for the NFL. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much kind of what it already. No, is. no, no. I'm talking like the Bears get a minor league affiliate. Oh n- no, no. Be kind of sick though. Well, then what's the point of college? Don't fuck if I know. I don't like that. I like college football too much. That seems to be encroaching in that territory, and I don't. I'm not. It's the people. There's there's a lot of people that play football. Yeah. There's a lot of people that college is for. You get your education and stuff. College, no, because I don't want the stars. Not it's like the G League. It's like the G League. Yeah. No. I don't know. We'd it could work. To, it could work. Circle back to that one. Other than football, I know you have a little bit of baseball talk you want to get to. Yeah, dude, MLB playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Rays. I want to talk about the Rays real quick. They set a uh, the lowest attendance record <laughs> since 1919. Now, is Fucking this, is shout this, out to the Rays, baby. Is this for the MLB or for the Rays? No, for the MLB. Oh, no. The, yeah. It's the the lowest attendance to a postseason game since 1919. It's because there's too much going on in Tampa. It's because the Tropicana Field's a absolute shithole of a ballpark. Yep. I just wanted to give a shout out to the Rays. Oh, nice. Okay. They stink. Um, my one baseball comment that kind of ties into dumb thoughts to wrap up the show here. I was watching the Bryce Harper ejection video where he throws his helmet into the stands. Kind of sick. That was sweet. Yep. Um, let's normalize just like every once in a while we can do that to like you're someone in real life throw them out just like if i get really pissed one day i want to just like go up to my boss and start yelling and then my boss kicks me out and then i'm done for the day (laughs) i like this idea i like this idea a lot like every once in a while sometimes you just need that like on a bad call like you fucking you calling a meeting when you fucking kidding me and then your boss Bullshit. is like, hit the showers, and then you're like, I'm done for the day. <laughs> but then, then you got to be able to just come back the next day, just fucking, yeah. what's up, everybody? Yeah, back, back to business. You got your you got your little uh, argument temper resolved there, and then... I do like that. Carry on. I you, do like that. you, you got to be a real professional in this situation. Yeah. Because you're encountering these people again within 24 hours. But, I mean, I'm saying you can do that in real life. That'd be kind of cool. I'm down for an ejection. You got any other uh, dumb thoughts? I have two more. Not off the top of my head. 
Okay, well, I'm I'm just I'm the segment king or the transition king today because my next dumb thought kind of plays right off of that one. We were just talking about work. I was thinking about this the other day. Internships. Um, how, it how are those legal? Now, experience. Yeah, you're just you're just making people work and not paying them. Yeah. Yep. But they get the experience. Yeah, well. It's got to be something with, like, the the length of time. Like, if you were, if you were just, like... internships have a... Yeah, no, 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 internships definitely have a time. Like, you just can't have an internship forever, like a job. Like, normally an internship's like, hey, this is a six-month internship. Or, like, a three-month internship. Right. So that I think it's because of like the time you can be like they're not a full time employee, even though they are. I'm kind of I'm kind of questioning those. No, I'm the same way. I mean, I'm also like I think it's just in our profession, but a lot of internships now pay. Yeah, unpaid. Get out of town. Experience. Okay, last one here. I feel really dumb bringing this up, but it's just been on my mind, and I can't figure it out. Okay. Um, electric companies? Yeah. Why do we pay them every month? Because they provide the electric. But do they just... they? So they own electricity? Yes. How do they do that? Because they, like either have a deal with the people who bought the land which generates the electricity or they own the land therefore they own everything see i just i don't think i don't believe that i mean it's it's the same thing with like a water company yeah but water to me is a lot it's like it's tangible i get it like that they i'm paying them because they have a big old jug of water that i'm getting my water from i can't just go to like um AEP or whatever and be like, dude, you guys got a whole box full of electricity over there. (laughs) I also, like, if we're really talking about this, I don't really understand electricity. Like, where does it come from? Right. And why are we paying these companies? I I, I know it comes from, like, a generator, but, like, how? Mm Mm-hmm. See? You want want to go off that? Uh, Like, credit cards? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't really understand them. Oh, it's just future money. Yeah, but like, so like, if I, if I don't have a credit card, I have a debit card, yeah. right? And I that's present mm, money. Yeah, but I I I can buy everything with my credit card. Whatever I buy, I buy with my credit card. Immediately pay it off. Yep. All my bills are paid on time. Yep. Why do I have a like a bad a worse credit score for not having a credit card? Uh because the banks just want you to have one and like part of your score is like how long that you've had it. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah. But then like and then like if I went to go buy a house, mm-hmm. I'd get fucked because I don't have like and I if I didn't have a credit card, I'd get fucked. Because I don't have a credit card, and then that would worsen my score. Right. Even though I have the money to buy that house, yeah. and I've also paid everything on time with my debit card. 
Well, yeah, of course you pay everything on time with your debit card because that's present money. But but even like bills, like if a bill comes to me, I'll pay it on time. Yeah. But like, well, that's why? What happened, that's what happened with me when I bought my most recent car. The bank was trying to not allow me to buy the car because I didn't have long enough credit history. See, I think that's bullshit. But I they had all the other information like they know how much money I make and they know how much I spend on all of these other things and I could clearly afford car payments. Yeah. But then they're like, "Well, I don't know, like you've only had a credit card for seven and a half years." Yeah. See, that's what? fucking that's that's what I'm mad about. Yeah. Like that's what I don't understand. Like like is there a benefit of credit cards? Because it kind of just seems like the benefit of credit cards is like spending money you don't have, which then accrues into debt, which debt sucks. Well, yeah, you just you just use it like a debit card. So then why don't we just fucking use a debit card? Because then we get points on our credit card. Fuck it, dude. The credit cards are fucking stupid. No, they're the best. No, they're stupid. I, don't, the, I legitimately who, don't remember the last time I purchased anything with a debit card. Who fucking benefits from a credit card? The banks. And the consumers. We get rewards, dude. But, like, honestly, God, like, unless you're spending, like, a shit ton of money, like, how much rewards you get? I'm getting I'm getting decent rewards. Oh, sure you are. But, like, you could just purchase everything with a debit card, and then, like, I wouldn't have to jump through all the loops of, like, what's your credit score, and th- fucking this is going to knock it down if you don't do this and that and that. Yep. Like, it's just a lot of extra work that I don't want to do. That's growing up for you. I'm just paying everything in cash. <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to take out my that. whole bank account and just I, fucking... I know, I know someone who... Really? ...does everything in cash. Like 97% of the Do time. I know this person? Uh, y- Yeah, not like... You would never guess. But I know them. I think so. I'd like you to tell me this after after we're done here. Shout out to that person. You know who you are. <laughs> I can guarantee you they are not listening. Nah, okay. All right, well, that, folks, is where we are wrapping up Shed Some Light episode 242. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see if the Bears have a head coach come tomorrow. Please. <laughs> uh, or please don't have a head coach come tomorrow. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We will be back the next time that we record. Go Irish and... Keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.